It's time to be the queen of your stress. With the queen of stress, Dr. M. Hey there, BQS listeners, and welcome to our 56th episode. I'm Dr. M, and this podcast is designed to help inspire change in how you see, manage, and use your stress. So you can be the queen of your stress, not your stress being the queen over you. In today's episode, I'm excited, as per usual, to dive deeper into some areas of stress that I find that people are often a bit surprised by, and yet when we start talking about it, they go, oh, that makes heaps of sense. Uh, Today, what I want to dive deeper into is how we can harness our stress to really make it the power booster and almost like what we can create some overdrive momentum forward whilst being mindful that we don't actually go into overwhelm. I know for myself personally, I've had a lot going on over the last few months and there's been um, highs, lows, all the in-betweens going on at the moment. Within all of that, there's been some amazing uh, work opportunities and project opportunities that have been coming my way. And, and uh, I remember having a conversation not that long ago with, with Kerry D, who's my co-host on the Momentum Architects. And one of the conversations we were having, we had so many things actually going on at once. We actually did have to cancel, uh, postpone one, one or two events because we literally just could not fit them in. Um, we thought we could, but we couldn't, uh, just with other things that were happening at that point. And it was really interesting because I said to her, there's a really big difference between being expansive or being moving towards a space of exploding. And I want to talk a little bit about that today because I think there's keys, there's key tips to being able to harness the, the adrenaline, the stress that might be around you when there's new projects that are coming into your space all at once. I don't know if you guys find this. I certainly do. It never rains, but it pours when it comes to that. These sorts of things, whether it's social engagements, you know, I know I've been through periods of time where it's basically a bit cricket-like, not as in the sport, but as in silence uh, when it comes to social engagements. And all of a sudden you go through a run and particularly coming up into Christmas, where you go through a run where there might be something on every night for a few weeks and you just can feel a little bit overwhelmed by it all. Or you can learn to reframe that and ride that wave of possibility for that period of time and really get the most out of it. But making sure that you're managing your stresses and the stresses onto your body so that you're able to really enjoy it and it doesn't actually become something that's harmful to you. Now, that can be from a social point of view. That can be from even an exercise point of view where maybe you're going a bit too hard right now. You've had the opportunity to train more often because time's allowed for it, but you're going too hard and now it's having a detrimental impact. I must admit I'm a bit of a bad chiropractic joke this morning as as I'm recording today's episode. I have had to cancel out of a gym class because uh, an old injury has flared up significantly where I wasn't really able to roll over in bed last night without sounding like a very old woman. So it's just being aware of moments where sometimes we've just got to, to just take that little pause out so that we can go again. But often it's about riding the waves of possibilities. And I know for me on a a professional level is there's been so many beautiful opportunities coming my way over the last couple of months is I've really learnt how to harness uh, that stress, those deadlines to make sure I'm getting it all done. Because that's the key, right, is that the key is is that we could either look at these opportunities of, oh, my God, I'm so busy, I don't have time for all of this, or we can flip that on its head and go, isn't this amazing? Like, what a blessing. How grateful am I for all of these opportunities? Now, how do I make this work? How can I make this work and stay cool, calm and collected as much as possible 
making sure that within those opportunities is that you're taking time out to look after your health, those key areas when we're talking about the energy equation. Some of you would remember back to early episodes. I haven't done an energy equation series for a little while. We're probably due, actually, for some of you who are joining us more recently on some of our current episodes. You might not have gone back to some of the earlier episodes where I discussed the energy equation, which we want to talk about when the energy equation is in fact to have great energy we need to have a highly functioning nervous system we need to have fabulous food fitness and inspiration and when we can combine those things together it's amazing how as i said earlier we can start harnessing harnessing those that productivity and performance so that you actually are able to be more and more productive and perform at a higher and higher level I don't know about you guys but I know for me is if I'm out of practice at something, it takes me longer to get going. What do I mean by that? Um, take speaking, for example. So I do keynote presentations regularly uh, all around Australia around how to adapt better to stress. And then with our Momentum Architects work that we do is how to redefine performance. So I speak to groups on a regular basis. So, which is wonderful. What I do notice, though, is in the times where, say, I've had a month or so off just because of timing, it might be over Christmas, through January, I don't do too many of them. It tends to be a little bit of a, a downtime of where other businesses aren't really doing too much. And then we kick off into February. And I know that I want to have a couple of warm-up gigs, in inverted commas, before I go into my bigger engagements because we've got to get our, our momentum going in the right direction. And it's a bit the same when we're taking on lots of new projects or we're doing something new, is that it can take us a little while to get going. I know at the gym that I go to up at F45 in Shell Harbour is that it's really interesting because they're in the midpoint of a challenge right now. And it was really interesting. I like to observe how, how different people respond under different stresses. I suppose it comes with the territory of my work, is that it's really interesting watching people as they first get going and they are overwhelming their body with all this new information and they're not quite sure how to harness that stress. So people do one of two things. They either keep going, they push through that, that discomfort and they end up on the other side and they're getting the results or they, they step away from it and they stop because it's all a bit too much. So I guess that's a prime example of the difference between somebody who is riding the waves of possibilities and keeping on going and building that momentum so that they're seeing the change. And then once you've got that momentum going, it's far easier to keep it going than if you're starting and stopping all the time. In my practice when I'm explaining uh, how somebody's chiropractic care works is that it's really interesting because I use the analogy of pushing a car from scratch. And as I let them all know and as I'll let you all know is I've definitely never pushed a car true or if I maybe I've helped push a car at one point but I certainly haven't pushed a car on my own from scratch but I picture how they push cars in movies and how when they first get going you know the person that's pushing the car is usually the strongest person is behind the car and they're having to put the big ones in they might even turn around backwards so that they're putting their butt against the bumper of the car and they're really driving it forward to get a little bit more momentum going to get the wheels turning then once the wheels turning they can actually jog behind the car not having to put a whole heap of force in it and then eventually when the car's rolling, that's when the engine kicks over. They'll, you know, do a bit of a Dukes of Hazard. If you're old enough to remember Dukes of Hazard, you'll know what I'm talking about. Old enough to jump in the front seat as the car kicks over um, so that they can keep going. It can be like that when we're first learning to harness our stress. Uh, and, it's, and as I said, it's, it's so important when it comes to having an awareness, number one, that stress can be a good thing. 
good stress that's aligned with our, our purpose and our why of what do we get up for in the morning can actually keep us in what's, what I would consider a very expansive state, which means you're ready to actually take on more because you're basically showing that you're able to cope with what you've got going on now. In fact, you're smashing it out of the ballpark. So give me some more effectively so that I can do good things with that too. So I wanted to leave you with a couple of tips today because as you know, BQS listeners, is it's not just about listening to me ramble on for BQS episodes. I want to be able to leave you with some key tips and action steps so that as you're taking on new things, new projects, whether that's in work, life or play, is that you're able to really stay out of that overwhelm, stay, stay in being able to shove the, the car into overdrive, if you like, so you can move towards your goals faster. Because it is, you would have, if you've listened to last week's episode and I was talking about reflecting over what had happened and what's, what's been achieved in the last 12 months, I had to say, like, I was a bit blown away. It's, you don't, because I don't look at it all the time. Um, and when I actually sat back and reflected, I was like, wow, what can happen in 12 months? And so I want to be able to see that level of growth for you guys too. That, uh, that's how I think we really create ripple effect in, in our local community and also our global community. So some key tips to stay out of overwhelm and stay in overdrive in a nice way, that is, is make sure you're planning time to breathe and pause. What do I mean by that is it's really easy when you've got lots going on not to take time out for yourself or your family. And that's where I see a lot of people going a bit pear-shaped where they get so involved in one aspect of their life, they kind of either it's a hope, I really think often it's just not planned, that they hope that everything else just stays put and other people will hold down the fort. And when you start taking your eye off these other areas of your life, that's where things can go a bit pear-shaped. So making sure that you're taking and planning, because if you think, oh, I'll get to that later, it won't happen. Make sure you plan into your week time for yourself and time for your nearest and dearest so that you don't lose track of what's truly important in life and those loving relationships that hopefully you have around you. Make sure you're looking after your mood, your food and your movement. Coming back to that energy equation, it's really easy when we get really busy sometimes to just forget about all of that and we go, we'll we'll deal with that later. So people let exercise drop off. They let eating well drop off. Uh, I was just just having a conversation with Miss P earlier about what we were going to be having for dinner tonight because when I look back at the last couple of days, just because our schedules have been off and things like that, we haven't had proper dinner. We ate out on Friday night. Yesterday I ate out for lunch and then we kind of just had snacks for dinner last night. So I'm already thinking about today of how can we just tidy all of that up so that it doesn't get on the wrong path and all of a sudden I'm eating poorly again because that would be easy to do. But if we're mindful of it, it's easy to keep it on track. And as far as our mood is concerned, is making sure as you're making shifts that you're mindful of your headspace, mindful how you're speaking to people around you, mindful how you're speaking to yourself, most importantly. You know, sometimes I hear people speaking to themselves out loud uh, and, and some of my clients will attest to this is, is I actually ask them why they're speaking to themselves so poorly. Because what I do know is if they're speaking to themselves like that out loud that I can hear them, I dread to think what they're saying to themselves inside their head when nobody can hear them. So please be gentle with yourself. And the last thing I want to leave you with today, which is certainly a tool that I use regularly, and some of you would have seen it before, but it's from Stephen Covey's book, um, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And it's a quadrant which allows you to figure out where you should be spending most of your time with your projects. He talks about things that are urgent and important, uh, not urgent and important, not important and not urgent, or important, which one have I missed? Important and not urgent, other way around. 
not urgent but not important, I think is the one I've missed in, in that particular quadrant as I'm picturing it in front of me. Now, one of the things when it comes to that is, is not urgent and not important, folks. That's called procrastination. And a lot of us sit there. And I often wonder, and this is what I actually wanted to leave you with today, I find when I'm procrastinating over certain projects, usually when I look back at them, when I finally go, why? And I sit in them and I go, why am I procrastinating about this? More often than not, it doesn't align with my goals and my purpose or I just don't want to do it flat out. Not just because I'm being lazy, but there's something wrong. Something wrong. It doesn't quite fit into what I want to be doing. Where I spend most of my time is actually in urgent and important. Now, when I say urgent, I don't mean late. I mean I've got enough time to do it. But it's the next thing that I need to do that's going to take me closer to where I want to get to. Say that again. It's the next thing I need to do to get me closer to where I want to get to. And I've, I see a lot of people sitting in the procrastination box for too long and then they go, well, how come you get so much stuff done? Or they look at other people and go, how, how come they get so much stuff done? And that's because they're getting stuff that needs to get done when it needs to get done and not spending and wasting a whole heap of time on things that A, are not important or B, really don't help them get any closer to where they want to be from an achievement point of view. So I hope that's helpful, BQS listeners. As I said, I want to see you all in expansive states, not in explosive states, and really understanding how you can start harnessing the stress and stressors in your life for good so that you truly can become the queen over your stress, not your stress being the queen over you. Before we finish today, a quick top five music. Oh, reliving my youth last night, we were listening to Lenny Kravitz, Are You Going to Go My Way? The drum solo in that is one of my favourite pieces of music I think ever, so it may have been cranked quite loud last night. Sorry, neighbours. Uh, book, I'm still reading How to Heal Your Life by Louise Hayes. Uh, not haze, hay. Uh, de-stress this week. I had a massage and also on the same day, I ticked a whole heap of to-dones. I had this long list of stuff I needed to get done and, and Wednesday, I found it really um, a decompressing thing to do was actually get through it all, which was awesome. Quote for this week, winners are not people that never fail, but people who never quit. And that's by the famous author Anon. I think that's really important because if you're not giving it a go, you're not even in the game. Sometimes things don't work out, but just it's really success is the number of times you get back up and keep going. And thought of the week, it comes back to what I was saying a moment ago. If you're procrastinating about things, figure out why. Just sit in it for a moment and go, you know, why am I procrastinating about, about that? What What is my block with it? And if you truly do need to get it done, shift it into the urgent and important part and just get it done. It makes a world of difference when you're creating that momentum, that um, overdrive towards your goals. So BQS listeners, that's it for this week. I look forward to catching you next week. Bye for now. Well, that's it for today's podcast, BQS listeners. Thanks again for joining us. Remember, if you would like to subscribe, make sure you hit subscribe on iTunes. And if you want to stay in touch, check out our Facebook page, The Queen of Stress, or on our Insta, The Queen of Stress. For more information and show notes, be sure to go to thequeenofstress.com to continue our journey together. Hope you have a fabulous week and I'll catch you next time. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.